At the Cryptid Keeper podcast, we love to laugh at the darkness, but we would never laugh at the rich cultures that explore it, or the unique cultural significance of the creatures explored. The jokes within are on no one but us. We encourage additional research on the subjects covered here, and hope that a comedy podcast is not your primary source of information. According to the Surgeon General, consumption of alcoholic beverages may impair your ability to drive a car, operate machinery, or fend off mysterious creatures attempting to drag you into their underground kingdom. Please, listen responsibly. Thank you, and enjoy the show. Welcome to the Cryptic Keeper Podcast, a <gasps> podcast for cryptids and their keepers. That's us, and if you're listening, it means you too, there at home. I'm gonna throw this is offensive. Out. I'm Alex Flynn again. <laughs> this is offensive. Wow, okay, rude. So, thanks, Cryptid Keepers, for your great reaction to that intro. Hopefully it was better than Addison. <laughs> I actually want you to do the whole episode in that accent now. Do we need to do this again? My brain is shutting down. We no. don't need no, to do it again. We need to know. I love it. I love it. People need to know the truth. Anyway, you're all probably wondering why I did that horrible, horrible accent. And it's because we have some really special guests on the show with us today. I know we're excited, and I love a lot of our listeners have been excited. So you might know this already. We're showing our hands a little early. But could you guys go ahead and uh, introduce yourself to the nice people at home? Take it away, Lucy. Sure. I am Lucy. And I'm Amanda. And we are from Wine and Crime. The Wine and Crime Podcast. Mm-hmm. That's our new theme music. Is... I just wrote it. Oh, it's good. I like it. It's a great <laughs> podcast that combines two of my very favorite things in the whole world. And I don't, not that I love crime. Like, I don't love it when people do it, but I sure do love hearing about we it. We love it. Uh, you're we in a safe zone. You can say, <laughs> oh, I know this. Good. It's 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 a good place to be. Uh, so uh, today, in honor of our cherished guests, mm-hmm. we have sort of a regional cryptid tasting for you. Yes. We have our beautiful company from Minnesota here, cool. and so we've got some regional cryptids picked out for you. And then these ladies actually got us a nice wine to go with mm-hmm. it. What do you have? We sure did. So because you were kind enough to a invite us to the show, thank you, and to do a Minnesota cryptid, we decided to do a pairing for you, which is something we do on our show. We pair a wine with um, whatever crime topic we're talking about. And each of us drink the entire bottle throughout the course of the episode. I will do my best to get through it. Your episodes are shorter than ours. Yeah, we're probably not going to be doing that because our no. episode's about 30 minutes. I can I'll yeah. still be doing that, so. Yeah, girl, I can drink a bottle of wine in 30 minutes. That is like, that's easy. I mean, easy. same. Well, you guys are um, but I, It's a marathon, not a sprint. Well, I've got my funnel. Everything's a sprint. I'm ready for anything. So I picked, I went to the Total Wine Bloomingtons, where we always go. Right. And I went to the local wine section and I found a red wine from Northern Vineyards and this is the St. Croix Red. So again, this is a Minnesota winery and they actually developed and cultivated their own grape varietal that they called the St. Croix. Um, so that's, oh, that's, awesome. that's the varietal that awesome. we're drinking today. I've never even heard of it, never tasted it, but science is cool, guys. So here we go. <laughs> um, apparently this is meant to thrive in cold climates and be harvested super young because obviously it's Minnesota. So it's snowing like fucking 90% of the year. And uh, this particular red is medium bodied, juicy, and a little bit smoky. But again, I have not opened it yet to taste it. So this could all be lies. So let's crack this open and see if it's any good. The wine's a cryptid. Here we go. The wine may or may not be smoking. I know. I, yeah. We also have a wine. Ooh. So <laughs> yeah. we could not get our hands on the lovely uh, varietal that you had, mm. but we actually got a different one that we decided to pair in a slightly different fashion. Yes. So Addison, what do we got here? We have the uh, Save Me San Francisco Wine Company's Soul Sister Pinot Noir oh. because we figured oh. we're chatting with some soul sisters today. 
Except for here's the thing. I thought it was like a cute like reference to like Solstice and I so that's why I bought it. And then I looked at the back and this is a wine endorsed by the lead singer of the band Train. <laughs> so it's literally like the Soul Sister. Okay, they have this review wine and I took a picture of the label for later because I was going to text it to the girls and be like, hey, if we ever do an episode on how much we hate Train, we can do this wine. <laughs> and now I know that it's actually their wine. That's freaking amazing oh my god i love it no it's literally yeah there's a review by the lead singer of train on the back i saw it as we were walking to my car and i went oh no Uh, and i went oh yes (laughs) (laughs) um you guys always have a lovely uh cork popping sound so i'm gonna do my best to approximate that with our bottle over here oh nice (laughs) well done oh it's a nice Nice pop i'm sorry um just so folks at home know on first taste of this local minnesota wine it is oh yes not good Oh no! <laughs> Feel free to back out of but the whole bottle what? commitment at any time. I am I'm a fighter, so I'm just gonna keep that in it. I'll plug my Mama didn't raise no quitter. We were joking that it would be wild rice flavored. <laughs> just wild rice soup out of like a wine glass. It tastes like <laughs> or it's just the blood of a loon. Tater tot garnish. Okay, this is actually kind of good. Mm. Ours over here. Yeah, I'm wishing I, I was drinking I train fact- wine, but whatever. Yeah, I don't know how to feel about the fact that the train wine is kind of nice. It's got a really smooth mouthfeel. <laughs> oh, God damn it. Addison's laughing because I also work at a wine store, and there are a few things I hate the mouthfeel of more than the word <laughs> I know. I don't like that either. That is a crime. Uh-huh. The word. Mm-hmm. Well, girls, yeah. don't spill any okay. drops of Jupiter on your carpet. Oh, there we go. Wow. Oh, God. Exceptionally bad joke by Lucy. Here it goes. Here it goes. <laughs> all right. All right. All right. All right. <laughs> all right, Matthew, are you going to teach us a little bit about the. Uh, what are you teaching us about? Oh, so today we are talking, as I said, about a Minnesotan sort of range of cryptids. <laughs> I love the it. We'll mainly be focusing on. <laughs> The cryptid we'll mainly be focusing on is the Bakwajuanini. Oh, could you spell <laughs> that? Say that again and say it in a Minnesota yeah, accent, please. I can. Say it. <laughs> the Bakwajuanini. Oh, now I understand. Also known as the Pakwaji. <laughs> the Pakwaji. Yeah, so the Pakwaji's gotten a little bit of positive press lately because when J.K. Rowling released her yes. series of informational mini articles on Ilvermorny, mm-hmm. the American Wizarding School, the Pakwaji is actually one of the mascots for one of the houses, mm-hmm. which is super cool. But the Pukwudgie itself traces back to these local Minnesotan sort of native <laughs> tribal um, <laughs> mythologies. And uh, the native name for them is, there are several actually, the Bagwajuanini, mm-hmm. the Bagwajanini, the Pukwudjanini, the Pukwudjini, <laughs> the Pukwudji, <laughs> the Pogwajanini, the Bagwajanini, Pukwudjanini. <laughs> there are so many. Pukwudjanini's is my favorite Italian restaurant chain. <laughs> Here's one, and I'm, I'm so sorry. I'm going to murder this. It's literally spelled P-U-K-W-A-D-G-J-I-N-E-E-S-U-K. The Pukwajanisuk? Yeah, I was going to say. I guess. I don't know. And then there are like a million more. Um, I love They're it. also known as the Pahins or the Pahins, uh, which literally means little ones or little people in the Ashinabe language. Aww. Okay. That's cute. Super cool. <laughs> So these are, um, as I said, sort of a tribal mythology. They're tribally affiliated with the Ojibwe, the Algonquin, the Abenaki, the Wampanoag, and the Mohican. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that probably that explains all the different spellings here. and stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, yeah, there are so many. Well, and didn't most and of those since... native tribes not really have a written language until much later? So Correct. everybody's stories yeah. were going to yeah. be different? So... Mm-hmm. That's interesting, too, because standardized spelling wasn't really a thing in any of those languages. Standardized spelling also wasn't a thing in any American dialects mm-hmm. 
until much later. So at the time that the American people were interacting with the natives, mm -hmm. then they wouldn't have had a standardized way of writing it down either. Right. Yeah. So it stands to reason that those things would have been just completely all over the map as they mm -hmm. were being passed down from generation to generation. Plus you've got the French people mm -hmm. all mixed in there, you know, with their mm -hmm. own those spellings. Assholes. Ruining everything with their unnecessary with their letters. their X's and their U's. Yeah, what the hell is that about? Seriously, the noib. <laughs> the noib of it. The noib of it all. Oh, jeez, Louise. I want to go ahead and give a disclaimer right now. This is the first <laughs> wine or any alcohol, actually, that I've had since my concussion, like, two weeks ago. Dangerous. So, what uh, happened? We're not really sure how this is going to go down, but we'll see here. Oh. Right we like to live dangerously. Yeah. Yeah. Get it. Just don't I fall promise asleep, this is not but just you'll me, be fine. Like, <laughs> yeah, right. I'm just going to pass out halfway through my explanation. You guys are going to be like, Alex, I'm going to have to put the pieces back together. You're going to have to just make up some stuff about Pukwudgie. I, I don't know so anything. Do you have smelling salts for waking Alex up when this goes down. <laughs> I have a jar of mustard. Just whisper about Scott Bakula. Like, whisper right about Scott Bakula and she'll totally wake up. Works. Just that table works. salt. Whatever. Star Trek Enterprise. <laughs> table and I'll be like right there. Table Salt and Scott Bakula. <laughs> That's my new band name. <laughs> you have too many. All right. Okay. Tell me about the Pukwudgie. Okay. Shh. In time, in time. So the Pukwudgie is actually sort of just a regional variant on a cryptid that I covered not too long ago, which is fairies. Basically, the Bakwajanini are sort of the Minnesotan fairy lore. They're the little folk of the uh, sort of American Midwest. Cool. It's pretty interesting. Can I make the really bad joke I was going to make? Yes, oh, go God. for it. Thank you. I was going to say, it, they're like fairies, but instead of leaving out milk and honey for them or like uh, whiskey, you leave out hot yes. Whatever. I want to be that fairy. Yeah. Just a fat, white fairy that only puts ketchup on things and eats hot dish every day. And ranch. <laughs> oh, Don't okay. forget that's that ranch. That's one Minnesotan thing oh, that I man. cannot get on board with. So gross. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so okay. there are sort of a lot of different ways the Pukwudgie or Bagwajanini um, mythology can go. So they range from being reported as pretty harmless, just sort of, you know, little whimsical forest folk, mm -hmm. to literally abducting people in the woods. Oh, God. You know, so you, you've got a sort of a wide range there. There are some <laughs> people who think that they are, much like fairies, relatively good-natured, but occasionally mischievous. Mm -hmm. You know, get up to pranks that may unintentionally cause people harm. Um, mm -hmm. Or sometimes they are very intentional wrongdoers. There are people who will go out of their way to harm you. There are a lot of stories about, you know, people and their dogs wandering in the woods and seeing these guys and sort of being entranced to come follow them, literally by, and I kid you not, the force of the stare of the Pukwudgie. <laughs> what? Oh, they just just like, the Pukwudgie. Stare creepily at you and you're entranced? <laughs> yeah, and there are actually, like, some stories where the stare of the Pukwudgie is enough to kill you. <laughs> what the hell? Like, I know this people is why like, I don't actually, my dogs in any nature. This is a cryptid I that I city. actually kind of love. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Wait, sorry, what was that? This is why I won't walk my dogs out in nature. I'll stay in the city. Nothing with too many trees. <laughs> That's fair. <gasps> okay, okay. I was gonna say, I feel like this is common a common vein between true crime podcasts and this podcast, mm -hmm. which is to say that every episode I think I yell, please don't go in the woods. <laughs> no, it's just common knowledge. Yeah. Camping is not allowed. You don't do it. Don't go in the woods. It's just, the like, lady who was Jingo ate her baby should have learned that long before that. Oh happened. my god! I just listened to that! <laughs> mm -hmm. We're developing Shit's like a cray. weird duality on this show where I'm like, yeah, cryptids are hysterical. I'm gonna go run around on the Appalachian Trail and Addison's nope. like, I am never leaving my house ever because I have a healthy sense of self-preservation. Yep. They both Madison. foster paranoia. I think that's our mm -hmm. most yep. solid bridge between our podcasts. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, so I feel like Pukwudgies probably do get up to a lot of crimes. Oh, I'm sure they do. But they also have magical powers which vary from tribe to tribe. Oh, and and um, in some lore, they have the 
ability to turn invisible. That's what I want in my criminals. Um, to oh. confuse people or make them forget things. No. Again, very helpful <laughs> when you have to go test. They can't do so, the death like, stare the when they're invisible, though. Right. Well, that's no, probably true. They can't. Um, and here's another fun one. They can shape shift into cougars. Like the cat? <laughs> Exclusively cougars? No other wild. Like, like every middle-aged woman in a Miami I was bar. Just turn into, they can shape shift like into a cougar like and bring harm by staring at you. We all hope to transform think... into cougars one day. So, like, honestly, maybe there's something to be said here about the very, very fine line between Minnesotan housewives <laughs> and the Pugwaji. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Except maybe in appearance. So Pukwudgies generally are the uh, the little forest folk. They generally are no taller than maybe knee height. Like they're very <laughs> small. Whatever. Wait, how do they knee look height, at you? Like how do they stare at you? If you can't fairy they sort of creature. Stare up That's at you. horrific. I'm not on board. <laughs> no, they're they're very they're very small. They're kind of whimsical. They're green because <laughs> they're green. <laughs> they're green, um, and it's presumed because they ingest um, chlorophyll. <laughs> so okay. they eat a lot of plants. Um, and so here's the weird thing, actually, and I tried to look this up, but I wasn't able to find anything about it. There's a lot of stories of them abducting people, but I can't for the life of me figure out why, because they're apparently vegetarian. But also, how? Yeah, because how? they're so small. There's like a horde of them really dragging quickly. a body away. Mm-hmm. I just, I'm so sorry I have to interject because I have a very important question for everyone involved in this call, which is, um, have any of you ever seen the, uh, critically acclaimed film Troll 2? Obviously. <laughs> no. Uh, oh, I recall some small vegetarian creatures in that film that did a a lot of You're damage. Right. You're right. So, You're right. Is it possible that the Pukwudgie is abducting people and turning them into plants uh-huh. so that it may feast upon their uh, plants? I like that. Um, well, I don't know, but you just gave me a great idea for Troll 2 2 attack <laughs> no. the Troll 3 Soylent <laughs> Not- Green. The Pukwudgie no. story. The story. Presented by it's Lifetime. <laughs> That's very good. It's like a spinoff, though, where they, like, take the Soylent Green concept, except they take it to, like, the hipster towns, mm-hmm. like, the hipster small town America, mm-hmm. and they're like, no, no, it's a meat substitute. It's vegan. It's plant-based. But the thing is, the plants were previous. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. I love where this is going. It's so deep. So <laughs> All many right, layers. Um, so here's the deal. We're, fin- we're going to wrap up this podcast, and then we're going to pitch this film. Done. Right? Are, we, are we good? Are we ready? Right. Listen up, Hollywood. Justin Timberlake. Like Alex's niche film. <laughs> I love it. Oh, oh gee, man, boy. no. <laughs> the soundtrack will be by Justin I think we may be talking about different movies now because Trolls and Troll 2 are not in the same franchise. <laughs> no, they're not. I totally like thought I'm talking about Trolls, the Justin Timberlake. <laughs> this whole time? Yeah, well, the last Lucy, minute and a half. Lucy, no. Oh, oh Lucy. It's like, wow, well, that sequel Lucy, came no. out really fast. <laughs> oh, Lucy, no. Um, I want you to, not right now because we don't have time, but Lucy, I want you to go home, uh, or like you're probably at home, but after we're done here, I need you to uh, look up on YouTube, Troll 2, they're eating her and they're going to eat me. Oh it's a very God. important movie clip. <laughs> it's my favorite thing in the world. You yeah. have to watch it. I'm writing this down. Also the scene with the witch and the corn. <laughs> Troll 2, they're eating her. Sorry, Alex. No, she's literally writing it down. <laughs> We gotta bring culture to the people. I'm sure Google will fill in the rest of that search for me. Yep. (laughs) Okay, so, you know, just to kill time, maybe I'll be informative for a few minutes longer. (laughs) I definitely thought we were talking about um, the animated movie. That's amazing. That's the best Then do me a favor. For the rest of this podcast episode, please imagine 
everything I say to you about these creatures to be, to be carried out by like small rubber <laughs> dolls. I kind of wish he hadn't clarified <laughs> that. Just let me go. When we like do this, when we fix this in post, we'll just take that clip of you realizing mm-hmm. and we'll move it to the very end of the podcast. <laughs> Perfect. Oh God. Perfect all right, learn me some stuff, Professor Flanagan. Anyway, so those are some of the more horrifying things about Pakwajis is they uh, they abduct a lot of people. They sometimes do bad things. They can harm you just by looking at you, which is something I aspire to. Mm-hmm. Um, they hide out in the woods. They eat plants. But here are some of the more fun things. Okay. Um, so Pakwajis sometimes are depicted as actually just being, like, super helpful little dudes. Mm-hmm. Like, again, some fairies sometimes are benevolent. And there seems to be sort of a, a connection, too, between the way that they're talked about and sort of which naming convention you're going with. Mm-hmm. And I can't figure out if that's just sort of the way I'm parsing it in my head or if that's the way that actual folklore has depicted it. But it seems that generally the Pukwudgie is sort of associated with this more, like, easily disgruntled creature that's going to be more likely to do harm to you. Mm-hmm. And the Bagwajanini are just sort of like the little folk. Okay. You know? But they're the same thing? They're all the same, yeah. Okay. The same sort of ideology. And uh, another fun thing about Pukwudgies is that they smell really nice. Ooh. What? I imagine that to not be true. (laughs) Yeah. they No, they're covered in fur and they live in the woods. They're covered in fur? I actually never said they were furry. You didn't? No, I've never said they were furry. You people have gone off on weird tangents about, like, them being small, hairy creatures. (laughs) I never said that. That's how I imagined it. Oh, that's somehow so much worse. No, they're just, like, strange little humanoid dudes that are, like, kind (laughs) of... Yeah, they're kind of planty. I mean, they're green because they eat plants. They're they smell oh. like they have like a nice floral scent to is them. The, <laughs> is the good smell like part of how they lure people into the woods? You know, it might be actually. That, that would, would make not sense. surprise me. Mm-hmm. I'm into it. Um, so there's Chanel yeah. number so five. They... <laughs> <laughs> I imagine it's like the bouquet of this beautiful wine. You know, it's oh my god! Nice, it's like floral and fruity, medium bodied. To be clear, the drops of Jupiter wine. <laughs> Not the sludge that I'm drinking right now. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. the Soul Sister wine. Would you like to describe a little bit the, this uh, Minnesotan wine? It's sort of like drinking thick red paint thinner with like <laughs> a packet of cherry jello that they threw in for flavor, but then the jello started to set. <laughs> That's as descriptive oh, yes. as I can get. Sorry, now, here's Northern the thing. Vineyards. Oh my God. Now, here's the thing. Is it at all possible that a Pukwaji, like, fucked with the wine and is one of his fun pranks? I feel like that's the only possible (laughs) reason that this wine tastes so bad. It has to be. That's what I'm going with. It has to be. Oh, man. I'm still drinking it, though. Excuse me. Oh, my gosh. Um, I'm going to choke to death. It's fine. Don't worry about it. Uh, <laughs> don't do this thing. And then both of us will be gone, and then you guys have to take over the podcast. We got this. It we got it. We don't know fine. anything about um, any of the things you've talked about, but Google's around. Kenyon so. is our next we'll cryptid. <laughs> <laughs> Where is she gone? Is she real? <laughs> yeah, I can't prove her existence, so honestly, fair. So, uh, question. We talk a lot about... a. Uh, survival tips on this show. Yeah, Tell me I some like Pukwudgie survival tips. So here's your first survival tip. Uh-huh. Don't. <laughs> just don't. Just don't. Period. If you see one of these guys, just don't. <laughs> okay, but Alex, you literally just told me that they can stare at you and make you follow them. So how about invisible. how do I not... Yeah. How do I don't if I can't see them or resist their, like, Dracula-like thrall, apparently? Uh-huh. Well, I mean, your patented survival strategy seems to just be staying inside. That would work really well with the Pukwudgie. Can they get inside my house? Uh, no, I don't know why they would. They, they get want to. You don't th- live anywhere that's Through the dog door. What the hell? Oh, yeah. The dog door. <laughs> oh, the dog door. Shit. That's hysterical. And please imagine, okay, listeners, I'm going to paint you a word picture. Paint me a word picture. 
Guided meditation. Okay. So I'll go to my, my ASMR. Minnesota voice. Oh, no. Yes, do it. I just spilled a line on myself. I'm going to die. Do You're it. You're sitting alone in your living room late at night. <laughs> Dusk is just starting to creep across the horizon. In your favorite armchair with a warm bowl of hot dish, oh my God. you start to hear something scritch scratching at the door. <laughs> You think maybe it's your loyal friend Fido <laughs> until you see a shack of brightly colored hair creeping in through the dark door. <laughs> Shit. And it's a troll doll. <laughs> it's Justin Timberlake. Oh, no. It's Justin Timberlake. <laughs> no, it's actually Matthew McConaughey. It is. All right, all right, all right, all right. You know who it is, Alex? Wait, you know who it is? Oh, who is it? Tell me who it is. Wow. <laughs> Owen Wilson. Okay. Wait, sorry. We have to do this thing. We have a rule on this podcast, actually. Okay. If you are going to come guest star with us, mm-hmm. and we should, this should have been a screening process beforehand, actually. actually. I'm very sorry. This should have been something that we made you complete should before have been an we audition. agreed to have you on. Oh, God. We okay. need to hear your best Owen Wilsons. I mean, you just did it, but. Uh, no, that no, was we need Owen. To hear yours. Owen's here. Owen's oh, here in the studio oh, with us. Well, can I just go, wow. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Yeah. I have a very masculine right. voice, but I've never broken my nose, so. All right. Oh, yeah. All you right. have to kind of plug your nose a little bit. Oh, yeah. wow. Wow. <laughs> hey, that, hey, that's pretty neat. Wow. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, it's really, it's just about getting in the right headspace. You know, you yeah. just got to, like, pick a spot of wall. Oh, yeah. And kind of look at it wistfully and then think, Wow. What is that wall? The most beautiful thing in the world. What if my nose was totally flat against my face? Wow. (laughs) Hey, wow, that's really Voldemort, wow. Wow, um, I'm sorry, guys. I'm getting a phone call from the Wilson estate. They said we have to stop. We had a cease and desist letter. They said we can keep going if... We get Owen Wilson a role in Trolls. Done. I'll call Justin Timberlake. He's definitely a listener. All right, Alex, tell me how to survive the Pukwudgie. Um, okay, so how can we survive the Pukwudgie? So mm. I guess, I mean, we already said don't, which is very comprehensive, okay. I should don't. say. Okay. Oh, I just spilled again. I think that covers a lot. Um, okay, this is going to get pretty graphic, so any uh, Pukwudgie-friendly listeners out there, just sort of close your ears. Okay. Earmuffs. We're ready for you. <laughs> you ready? Oh, yeah. Okay. Weed whacker. (laughs) Jesus Christ! I have imagined all of these little creatures as just green, naked Danny DeVitos, and now taking a weed whacker to them is oddly satisfying. Oh my god! You gotta pay the troll toll. You gotta pay the troll toll. Oh my god! That's not where they were going. Okay, so that's interesting, actually. This uh, went to a really weird place because this just reminded me of a story I read about the Pukwudgie. Uh-huh. Are you ready? You're not I'm ready. ready. I was ready so as I could possibly be. So one of the more infamous accounts of the Pukwudgie that I was reading is this story of a man who is in the woods with his, like, small son. And basically, like, you know, turned around for a second. The kid wandered off, as kids do. I think he was, like, ten. Sure. And Ugh, the guy, shit. like, hears the sounds of struggle and his kid, like, freaking out. And he, like, runs over and finds his child's legs sticking out of a hole in the no. ground. Oh, my God. And has to, like, bodily pull his son out of the ground. And his son swears the Pukwudgies got him. Oh, my God. Like, they dragged him into the ground and were going to, like, take him to their underground <laughs> Pukwudgie kingdom. Oh, why didn't wow. you just They go? had to pay the troll toll to get they him out of the boy hole. Exactly. Oh, my God. I'm telling you, that's... The troll is real. Oh, my God. The Pukwudgies are real. It's all real. Are they just... It's all Danny Are they just, yeah. like, all insanely strong? 
Because they're only knee well, high, top, like knee high. You could just kick them, right? Yeah, I mean, they're like <laughs> just kick them. They're like two, three feet tall at most. I think it's a like a strength in yeah. numbers. Okay, thing. how tall are you that your fucking knees are three feet? Yeah. All right, <laughs> I mean, Larry Bird. <laughs> the only person in basketball oh, whose name I could remember in this moment. <laughs> that was such a topical reference, and I love it. Thank you for your topical reference, Larry Bird. Um, I mean, I'm not Larry saying Bird my knees are... Wrong. He was in Space Jam. I'm saying... <laughs> yes, he was. Oh, wow. 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 Oh, wow. Okay, we can't. This can't be the rest of the episode. I'm going to die. <laughs> right. Well, then maybe you shouldn't have given me wine. Uh, <laughs> oh, I can, like, see my face getting red in my mirror oh yeah this is no better red. than green fair enough oh, oh is yeah. there a puckwudgie among <laughs> us i hope not um anyway okay so those are basically my my tips for avoiding the puckwudgie okay. are like get real good at kicking mm-hmm. um, <laughs> carry a weed whacker into the woods <laughs> um just don't just like avoid them mm-hmm. um okay maybe okay maybe maybe you could do like a Hermione Granger situation uh-huh. where you carry a pocket mirror with you. Uh-huh. They try to stare at you. You just you just oh, turn see, it right I, when back you said on. Hermione Granger, I thought you meant like with the house elves, and I thought you meant like fight for their rights for like fair labor laws. Yeah, and stuff. no, Mm-mm. I don't really know. Not for these assholes. <laughs> they don't deserve they, they it. Not for these assholes. They just want to have a good time in the woods. They're not really interested in your. Okay, wait, but... real quick. Am I crazy for? Here's another super topical reference for all you kids out uh-huh. there. Am I crazy for picturing them as like the bad gremlins in Gremlins? Oh yeah. That's totally well, on point. I mean, yeah. I am now at this point just like exclusively picturing them as the troll dogs. I am from too, mm-hmm. still. Okay, <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Danny DeVito sticking in my mind. <laughs> it's like a, it's like the unholy union of all three of those. Oh things. god. When Danny DeVito drags your child into a hole. Oh There's gotta be someone out there listening who's like halfway decent at Photoshop who could make this happen. Buddy! Buddy Forbes! We have a listener who keeps making fan art of like all the weird shit we all right, say. Buddy oh, we Forbes. Love it. Buddy? A troll doll Come on, buddy. from the movie The Animated Feature Trolls, Danny DeVito, and a gremlin, green, miniature, go. It's, you have one hour. Danny DeVito's already Make that tall, so I don't think there's it's, a lot of... I believe in him. I believe in It's basically forms. the green giant, except not... Gi- like, the green mini. The, the green, green the little. Little. The green very small. <laughs> the green yeah. tiny. Oh, I love all of this. Oh, God. So, all right. Real quick, I've got a bonus cryptid for you. Oh, she's got a bonus cryptid. Because I can't talk about Minnesotan cryptids oh, boy. without talking about the Minnesota dog man. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> there's a dog man Have either of you perhaps... Have either of you perhaps ever dated an exceptionally hairy man that you think might be the Minnesota dog man? <laughs> well, mine was the Iowa man, so. And she married him. So. <laughs> I married him. <laughs> I did. No, but I think oh, this boy, Minnesota yeah. dog man hangs out in the park down the street from me with a boombox just dancing alone on the corner day in and day out. <laughs> What does he dance to? It's a very important thing. I who never let the know dogs because out? I always drive by him. <laughs> who let the dogs out? I always drive by him in my car and I want to roll my window down, but I also don't want to engage this person. I just want yeah. to observe him. Don't engage. So one right, day get I'll get it. brave That's enough fair. to engage and see what he's what he's playing, what beats he's dropping. Engage the Minnesota dog man. I love Wait, it. Wait, tell me about the Minnesota dog man. So literally every time I tried to Google Minnesota cryptids, I got the Minnesota dog man. Mm. And I'm like, what is that even? So I looked it up, and basically it is almost a word-for-word retelling of our Beast of Bray Road episode. Like, it's literally just, just stole the Beast it. of Bray Road, but in Minnesota. <laughs> Isn't that well, similar I mean, like I know Jersey you... Devil ty- kind of thing, too? Yeah. Like, every state has, think... like, a weird dog Well, yeah, creature. and that's what's funny, is that, like, 
the Beast of Bray Road is very, very specific, and it's, oh, like, it's pretty so well specific. known. And then, like, the Minnesota Dogman, there's not really a lot that's written in stone about it. It's just sort of like, there's a Minnesota Dogman. And dog we man. had no creativity up... in the naming of this creature. Like, I don't know, <laughs> right. just fucking call it the Minnesota Dogman. I'm done. I'm bored. But I'm then tired. when I Google Minnesota Dogman... <laughs> I got results that were like the Ohio dog man or like <laughs> Every the, state has the Michigan dog man. Dog man. <laughs> yeah. And it's like the Michigan you, dog man. Is look, Alex, too. it's super simple. You've got your state bird. You've got your state motto, and you've got your state dog, your state dog man. Um, but what this leads me to believe is, I really think that maybe the Beast of Bray Road is just pulling like an Archie Comics situation. Mm-hmm. Like this is some Riverdale shit. He's just like he's supposed to show up in one state, but he already committed to a date in another state, mm-hmm. and so we just like go in between the two all night long. I can make <laughs> it work, Mrs. Dalton. Here's the thing. At least that's what Archie Comics was when I read it. But apparently now Archie Comics is something totally different because I don't know where they're pulling the source material for this Riverdale. Shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's like really intense. It went from like, oops, I got two dates on the same night to the sock hop to my brother's doing heroin. <laughs> two dates on the same night. <laughs> and now I got to bury the body. Damn, I got to get back in into money. Archie Comics. I'm into this. Oh, yeah. Wow. <laughs> I dropped off too early. <laughs> we do we do a lot of modern cultural deep cuts. Mm-hmm. On the <laughs> I got to not. I've had like a cup of wine. Mm-hmm. Um, It'll get anyway, you. Anyway, so... Yeah, 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 you get it uh, when you drink your paint thinner. Um, <laughs> so uh, maybe do not. Do- Something we learned with the uh, with Beast of Bray Road. I don't know if either of you got a chance to hear that particular episode, mm. but uh, the Beast of Bray Road is interesting in that like every account about it that I could find is some like young woman who was driving along on this road being like his muscles were really big <laughs> and he was really strong. <laughs> Sexualizing oh, yeah. the, the dog is- man. It's America's sexiest cryptid. Oh, we so my question for you is: uh, Is there any? And is, is there? Is the Minnesota Dogman quite so sexy? Oh, you know, I wish I could tell you, but none of the descriptions for the Minnesota Dogman were, again, as like weirdly specific as the descriptions for Beast. I'm of just Bray imagining Road. what There's was not it, a Michael lot. J. Fox, an American werewolf in London. Yes. Thank you, God. We literally said that. Okay, now you have to go back and listen to this episode. <laughs> Did you say that? There's too? an entire thing during. There's an entire thing in the episode, like, the running joke of the episode that's not funny, but that I insist on never letting go of, <laughs> is that I want to make a sequel called American Werewolf in London 2, American Werewolf in London in America. Oh, okay. <laughs> yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. I love it. He came back. I know um, it. So, are there, so thank is... you for giving me the chance to make that joke again oh, in this episode. Why it's must never you do leaving. this to me? Who will free me from this hell? Question for Alex. Uh, yes. We learned about the, the Beast of Bray Road that he doesn't really do anything or break anything aside from hearts. Oh, but, uh, oh like, what does the dog man get up to any, like, mischief? Or does he just show up and be big and hairy? Um, most of what I found was just sightings. It wasn't really, like, him doing anything. Mm-hmm. Like, so he's boring. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's only got time to do so much. You've got to be back at <laughs> I mean, honestly, <laughs> if I were a cryptid, I would do jack shit. I'd maybe prowl. A little bit, but no, I'm too lazy and tired and hungry all the time Fair. to care. How about you? How about you, Lucy? What if you were a cryptid? What would you do? Uh, I would scare the Correct shit out of people. Grammar. I would only, I would only appear to children so that their parents thought that they were insane and like put them in a psych ward. Mm. Oh no! That's Damn. specific and sad. <laughs> I would just kids. fuck with people. I mean, sorry. I'd you F need to people. hire a nanny. <laughs> I love it. I, love I already it. have a nanny. Remember? <laughs> oh, that's right. I think we have like a lot of cryptids. I feel like just kind of that's all they do is fuck mm-hmm. with people. Like uh, we occasionally cover one that like eats your intestines Ooh, or something. Fun. But 
I mean, just for funsies. that's terrible. We had like two of them that did that. Hot links. Um, Hot links. Yeah, they love them. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yikes, yikes, yikes. I did find one slightly sexy Minnesota dog man. <gasps> oh gimme, my God. gimme. Yes. All right, Wolf. cut me off a piece of that. <laughs> and I think the best way to make this sound more like the Beast of Braywood is just for me to read this in like a breathy sort of voice for oh, you. Oh, yes. Um, so like, I'm just going to give this to you and I want you to picture this like being narrated by sort of like a... Uh, like a Fifty um, Shades I, of Grey I, situation. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Like the protagonist this of Fifty Shades of Grey. Anastasia Steele. Anastasia the Minnesota dog man. I hate that I even know that. I hate that I know I, that. I didn't. Well, <laughs> I'll start off by saying that I have never believed in any of these sort of creatures, but I saw something in early 2009 that really disturbed me. You're good at this. Me. And is making yeah, me change my mind. <laughs> I'm going to do a series of audio books. I'm turned on. I don't know about anybody else. Maybe it's just that's bad. <laughs> yeah. That's going to be like our Patreon super special bonus tier. Like, oh um, my god. I was not under the influence of any drugs. And I have better than average eyesight. Okay. And the lighting was nearing sunset. But I was still able to see clearly. Now actually she sounds less like Anastasia. Mm-hmm. She's and bragging about her eyes. Yeah. No, she's I, literally the character from like My Immortal. <laughs> just like... I'm not like other girls. I have really good eyesight, and I see cryptids even <laughs> you, in the dark. You and need three to spell it worse. <laughs> you need to spell the words worse if you're going to do my immortal. You're so right. I saw the dog man. I put my middle finger up at him. Okay, so what's right. great is this is like not even just like her describing the encounter. Like there's so much unnecessary backstory right. in this. So I'll get this underway and explain my story, and maybe someone can shed some light on this for me. <laughs> like this is so unnecessary. Um, blah blah blah. She lives in Fergus Falls, Minnesota. Mm, that's your first mistake. Minnesota. I'm not even. That's your anymore. first mistake. Do you know where that is? Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, that's your first mistake. <laughs> Jesus, we've got some bias here. Oh, some... And and then she goes on to tell us that her mother-in-law lives out in the country, about three or four miles out of Fergus Falls, and she was staying there. Um, get to the meat. <laughs> that's my Sorry. motto. <laughs> um, <laughs> It's not mine. I'm a vegetarian. I'm a puckwatch. Are you green? From their house on a- <laughs> Are you green? I'm looking. I'll never I'm tell. Looking. All right, finish my story, please. Or the story, not my uh, story. So basically, about two miles from their house, um, the narrator saw three white-tailed deer. Two of the deer were rather small, um, and there was another okay. deer who the narrator assumed was their mother. Okay. Um, me being an avid hunter, lover of wildlife, and future, capital W, capital B, wildlife biologist. Oh Stop to look at the deer. I should also mention that I hunt in the area and have spent my whole life in the Fergus Falls area. This is so unnecessary. Can you combine your Minnesota accent with this? The sexy deer? voice, yeah. Oh, gosh. Oh, yeah. The deer were following a small creek oh. bed, which is, in fact, the Mystique River. <laughs> so the so there were hardly any trees, except for one. <laughs> I can't. I need you to end that. I can't. I'm very sorry. I can't do this. I love um, it. That was a great here's, attempt, here's where it though. gets sexy. Mm. Here's where it gets sexy. Maybe, because I... Didn't see it there because of the tree, but I just noticed something crouching behind the tree on my side of the road, looking at the deer, and to my belief, hunting them. No, no. It just sat there looking at the deer. taking a dump on the side of the road. Yeah. And you just are choosing not to believe that that's what it is. Sorry. Fix it. Solve it for you. It's just a very, very here's, here's what I love. 
It just sat there looking at the deer, taking no notice of me, even though I was in my truck no more than 40 yards away with a clear view, with nothing obstructing my view of it. Even though the narrator just said it was behind right. a tree. But also, sh- it's playing hard to get. She needs to take a But hand. here we go. Mm-hmm. It had one hand on the tree that it was bracing itself It was pooping. <laughs> what struck me as shocking was the fact that it seemed to be a two-legged creature and not a four-legged one. Its hands appeared to have opposable thumbs and a rather slender and long, very unlike a wolf. Oh, God. <laughs> like, what the You're hell? You're describing okay. someone <laughs> taking a shit behind a tree. Seriously. Seriously, I have literally, I, it may have been me. That's exactly how I poop in the woods. You lean on the tree. Hey, um, well, okay, well, are hey, you, did you poop in the woods I'm, did, when I've you're in Fergus Falls? In front of some I've done it on Fergus the side Falls. of the road in New Jersey, but not in Fergus Falls. Better question, are you over seven feet tall with protruding muzzle, broad shoulders, a slender waist, <laughs> thick muscular thighs? Yes. Yes. I do have thick, <laughs> thick thighs. They may not be muscular, but they're thick. <laughs> Are you seven feet tall? You neglected to mention. No, this. no. She has her days. So you're the person with the three foot knees. I was in that the heels. Puck was measured up against. You're in, <laughs> in the woods, in the three and a half feet of snow. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. But anyway, the story goes on to say that basically the dog man didn't do anything. It just sort of like stared at the narrator angrily because the deer got scared off, and then just like mm-hmm. went in the woods. That was it. The dog man is like not. A vicious cryptid. All the uh, canine cryptids are super boring. I don't mm-hmm. get it. I don't well, like werewolves. Are pretty fucked up. Yeah, werewolves. Oh, there's some debate about whether or not werewolves exist, mm-hmm. believe it or not. <laughs> you know, <laughs> believe you, it or not. I don't know if you knew this. No, even in like cryptozoological circles, people are like, shapeshifters, that's absurd. Clearly, it's the Minnesota dog. Man. Oh, yeah. Like, that is it. it. <laughs> yeah, that's clearly. way less weird. <laughs> clearly. What I want to know about the Minnesota dog man is is he more dog or more man? I think that depends on whether he's in the streets or in the sheets. sheets. (laughs) I hate that. Man in the streets, dog in the sheets. That's That's borderline to Beast Joel. (laughs) I support it. Just don't harm anyone else. (laughs) I can't believe I did this. I'm ready for Fifty Shades of Bray, the Minnesota dog man. Fifty Shades of Bray already happened. It was the Beast of Bray Road. And I know you guys have a vendetta against Wisconsin, so I'm sorry for mentioning the Beast of Bray. You can mention them. It's a love-hate relationship. Oh, just like my relationship with (laughs) the Minnesota Dog Man. (laughs) Oh my god. So no survival tips necessary for the Minnesota Dog Man, I guess. Why would you want to? Don't disturb him while he's shooting in the woods and you're probably fine. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, all he's gonna do is like look at you kind of irritatedly and then like run off. Yeah. If I want like a, a really hairy man to look at me kind of irritated, I just can go out and do anything. <laughs> just walk down the street <laughs> as a woman, as a, yeah, as a female. Take public just transportation, yikes, literally anywhere. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yikes! I think I might have met. Um, um, I went to school. I went to college in Illinois with a lot of fraternities. I think I might have met one or two Minnesota dog guys. <laughs> yep, you um, definitely probably. did. <laughs> All right, I'm done now. I need to start going dragging fraternities on this show because like someone's gonna no, sue me. It so won't be. I'm, us. I'm keeping a list. <laughs> no. I'm keeping yeah. a running list of all the people that are going to come for us so in court. So are we. It's bad. It's long. Nice. Oh, yay. I've given up on our list. We'll it got too out. long. We burned it. We <laughs> were adding <laughs> dozens uh, of people every episode. It was like its own Google Doc. Just, yeah. We've got to burn our list in a cleansing ritual. Yeah, that's a bad scene. <laughs> yeah, it'll be good. All right. All right. So is that so, all the cryptid uh, info you have for I us? think that's all that I'm going to talk about today. The so, infotainment? So the way we're going to wrap this up is oh, I'm going to give you guys some ratings. rating scales. Mm, yes. Okay. So, uh, yeah. Okay. So our first rating scale is going to be the Puckwudgie. Mm-hmm. 
Oh, the puck wedgie? The puck wedgie. Oh, gal. Um, and, <laughs> oh, gal. <laughs> and um, what I want is, have you guys ever read any of, like, the horrible movie reviews on Amazon? Yes. Where, like, Fight Club gets one star because, <laughs> like, I thought it was too violent. <laughs> like, it's that called kind of thing. Fight Club. I want you guys. What did you think was going to happen? Yeah. So I want you guys to give me a bad one-star movie review on the puck wedgie. Just on the puck wedgie. Just on the concept of the puck wedgie. Okay. I'm ready. Lucy, Go. I give it. This is all you. One and a half stars because I thought Justin Timberlake was going to make an appearance and he definitely didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Turns out they're actual oh, scary no. things and I brought all my children. <laughs> <laughs> and now oh, I'm going home God. with no the children. Soundtrack in the car and everything. <laughs> oh, that's a good review. I like that. It took all your children. <laughs> Did you have to like pull your kid by the legs out of like the folding movie? She yeah. wouldn't have. She would have let that kid go. Yeah, I didn't really try. I just saw him go down the hole. I'm like, well, what are you gonna do? And the half star is for how great Danny DeVito's performance was as all of the puppets. The half star was how great they smelled while they were abducting my children. The floral scent. But like still a relatively low review because Danny DeVito made everybody else look Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm going to choke. And the Oscar goes Oh my to... God. <laughs> Danny DeVito. All right, Addison, what's, oh. your, what's your bad Amazon review? For oh, this? geez. Oh, geez. Okay. I don't know why I didn't think it would come to me. I am. I don't know why I didn't expect it. <laughs> I'm going to give it um, half star. Ooh. Too violent. <laughs> too violent. Bad lessons for my kids. Mm-hmm. Too much swearing from Danny DeVito. He didn't say any swears, but just the look in his eyes. You could tell he wanted to. <laughs> he was thinking and, it. Uh, I think a bad review for uh, promoting kidnapping of children <laughs> and for glorifying it by having the kidnappers smell so I darn like good. it. These are all reasons I would give a good review. And inconsistencies in spelling. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, that's bad. The continuity in this movie. <laughs> I'm going to give it a one star. I'm going to give it a one star review and say I liked the action sequences, but I wasn't crazy about all the vegetarian propaganda. <laughs> <laughs> I like my meat. I'm sticking to it. <laughs> They thought they were being subtle, but it was pretty preachy. And I think for a kid's movie, they pretty shouldn't be trying preachy. to sneak that in there. The vegan I'm agenda. Giving the... I'm giving it a one star agenda. for a serious lack of musical numbers. Bunch of bullshit. Ooh, true. Again, Justin Timberlake, where was where, I was led to you? believe that they would sing a true color. Yes. If I had to sit through a Which film they did, by the Justin way, sing. you better sing. Oh, and I man. did give this the highest a... rating out of all four of us. You did. <laughs> you did. Lucy loved it. I loved it. Well, I mean, commonly. Yeah. It was one and a half stars. <laughs> she loved it. It's You heard it here first, kids. She loved it. She... And then, uh, okay, and then here's Talk our, to me about the dog man. our review for the Minnesota Dogman. So, similarly with the movie theme, I guess. If we're treating the Minnesota Dogman as, like, the off-brand spinoff of our Beast of Bray Road movie, then I want you to rate it from 1 to 50 shades of Bray. Oh my god. <laughs> How many shades of Bray would you give I wish the Minnesota Dogman? I wish you could see the face I just made. Oh. Just, like, the horror, the pure disgust. I'm gonna give it a 4 out of 50, because <laughs> it's a homeless hairy man shitting in the woods. For the exact same reason, I'm going to give it a 49 out of 50. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Because you do you, the baby. one missing star because... You do you. Yeah. You do you. the one you. missing star because Justin Timberlake wasn't yes. there? That's the yes, one missing correct. star. Um, I'm sorry. I need to see Justin Timberlake <laughs> shitting in the woods. In a dog costume. No. 
Um, the amount of shades of brown. <laughs> I hate even saying that. Saying it's it, the mouth feel is bad. Um, the amount of shades. I'm gonna give it a like a solid like. 30 out of 50 shades of gray right. because he's doing his best. Mm-hmm. He's looking at some deer. Mm-hmm. He's taking a poop in the woods. He's just <laughs> he's doing a good job. And then this horny Minnesota, like, like biologist, I yeah. guess, comes and stares at him. Uh, and I feel bad. I want to see her oh, credentials. I'm, I'm not convinced. All right, Linda. <laughs> I'm just assuming that's her name. Mm-hmm. Right? She Damn wasn't wrong. even Marjorie. a wildlife biologist. Wait, I'm sorry. Right? She I was like training to be one. Yeah, I need a second, and I'm so sorry. I have to do this thing, uh, this name that I say in this really shitty uh, Minnesota mm-hmm. accent. I have to. Her name is probably Susan. 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 Oh, oh. Her name's probably Susan. <laughs> probably. I know a couple of Susans. Susan. Oh, yeah. Susan. Susan Oldenfeld. Oh, thank oh, God. That's good. They're stuff. all bitches. Oh, it's a good. That's her name. I bet that's her. They're all. <laughs> that's probably her name. Um. So I think yeah, thirty out of fifty because he's doing his best, but like he's got a lot of bad stuff going for him too. Uh, okay. So, okay, I have one favor to ask, and then we need to get to announcements. But okay. before you ladies uh, leave mm-hmm. us, and thank you again so much for coming oh, on today. Thank you. It was a great Yeah, oh my God, time. thank you for being on our, like, weird <laughs> show. I learned so much today uh, so, that I never needed to know. <laughs> <laughs> That's our tagline. Which are my favorite yeah. facts, the ones I don't need. Yeah. So, so my one request is that... Uh, one of my very best friends in the whole world. Her name is Molly, mm-hmm. and she is from Minnesota. Ooh, Molly from Molly Minnesota. Monk from Minnesota. Okay. And I would love for you guys to give, like, your most aggressively Minnesotan reference-filled shout-out. Molly from Minnesota. Blanket. <laughs> we'll give her a blanket location. <laughs> Next time you're in town, I want you to come out to Excelsior and meet us at Jake O'Connor's for a pint of beer. Uh-huh. We and can go out on the we'll, QE, too, for some cocktails and apps. Some hot yep, dish. We'll go on the boat and then we'll go to Mall of America and, you know, go shopping. <laughs> Maybe ride a roller coaster in the uh, largest indoor amusement park in the, I'm assuming, area. I don't know any facts about the Mall of America. <laughs> then we and can stop uh, at Ikea on our way oh. to do some shopping in Uptown. Uh-huh. And then we'll have you over Perfect. for hot dish, coffee, and bars. We'll hit the West Elm at the Galleria. Special yeah. treat. Just to look, though, we can't afford oh, anything man. in there. Get some noodles and company on our way home. <laughs> and a chipotle. <laughs> oh, that's so perfect. Oh, my God. That was that sounds like a fun day. I'd like to go. It actually we might does to sound like yeah. a really we'll just, fun day. We'll just Lucy, let's there, do yeah. this. Especially the noodles. Yeah, oh I really God. want noodles. I... I went to Noodles and Company all the time when I went to my school. When I went to school in Illinois, that was my favorite. I think it's a Midwest thing. Is it not? I don't know. There is one in Virginia where we are now, but it's like far away. Mm, Okay. I think it is a largely Midwest thing because people were way into it when I was in Illinois, and I had never heard Mm -hmm. of it. All right. Um, Well, we'll just say we'll stop at Byerly's for a bite to eat on the way home. Well, there you go. That sounds cool. Oh, that sounds so good. Um, So love it. Okay, I need to stop. I need to get this out of my system. Okay. (laughs) So um, you have announcements, Alex? Uh, Yeah, so just a couple. Um, A few things. Uh, Thank you again to everybody who has so far reviewed and rated us on iTunes. As of the time of recording this, we have 19, which means we're one review away from our next uh, sort of prize tier. We're just going to give away another sticker set. Um, Fun, free we, stickers. Woo, free stickers, which we will be mailing out as soon as our first uh, Patreon kicks in. 
which mm-hmm. will be at the first of the month, and then we'll get your stickers on their way. Yeah. So on that note, thank you so much to everyone who has already donated to our Patreon. We've had just like an overwhelmingly cool response, which has been amazing. People are so nice. <laughs> and this is where I give a special shout out to the people over at the Alexandria Archives, which is a super cool podcast you mm. should check out. Um, they have just like exceeded our wildest dreams in terms of generosity. They've been real stars um, about supporting us both monetarily and just like through sheer publicity and force of goodwill like they are excellent they went ahead and helped us get to our first donation tier early so that we could get a new microphone so like our recording capacity is going to go up you guys are going to notice a hike in sound quality Mm -hmm. um so that's been awesome and then actually on that same note this sounds like a weird sort of cross promotion but i will be appearing on their next episode which will release sometime yeah um well actually it may have already come out by the time that you guys hear (laughs) this episode who knows time isn't linear oh my god i didn't make a single (laughs) joke about this but that's true, but but this episode's going up on Easter, so I hope you uh, have been drinking along with us and having so, a merry yeah. Easter brunch. I have been Happy drinking Easter. the blood of Christ, so mm-hmm. we've been drinking, this and I've been eating ham this entire time. So Ooh, you've been eating ham, amazing. <laughs> Good call. I have actually, over the course of this episode, transformed into a giant rabbit. Oh, so lucky! Wow, that's weird. <laughs> it gets weird over here. <laughs> okay, did you have any more announcements? Um, yeah, so the Patreon's still running. Um, it's going to keep running for the length of this podcast, I would assume. If you have anything to give, we would love it so much. We do have some prize tiers. We have some stretch goals. If we get to 50 people by May 1st, I am going to be doing my darndest to DM a cryptid-themed game of Monster Hearts, which I'm told is, like, a wild tabletop RPG game that basically is, like, Monster High School. Hell yeah. <laughs> I am... Um, it's gonna be great. Oh, and also, when we meet our next uh, goal on the Patreon, uh, I will be hosting a live stream uh, of, like, a novelty... Me trying to bake, a, like, a novelty Loch Ness monster cake. <laughs> so watch me struggle with fondant, okay. please. Y'all It'll be a good time. get your wallets out. We gotta see that happen. Yeah. That sounds amazing. <laughs> you gotta see it happen. So there's some good stuff Are you using there. a oh, bunt pan? So... <laughs> I have a bunt pan. I probably yeah, will. You should Real use smart. that. It's gonna be like a and you cut it in half. Yep, like yep, yep. Mm-hmm. Lucy, yeah. I see where your oh, head's um, at here. Thank you. It's good. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay, so uh, Alex, do you yes. have any more announcements or is that it for that? Uh, that'll do if it. If that's it, then I'm gonna turn this over to our beautiful guests and let them have a little bit of a self-promotion corner for like a hot sec. Ooh. If you like true crime and people who don't take any of it too seriously and three people who are definitely not experts at pretty much anything, <laughs> we are the podcast for you. But we have very <laughs> Strong and solid opinions about everything. Mm-hmm. Very opinionated. <laughs> we drink a lot of wine. We swear a lot. Yeah. If you're easily offended, I would just spare just spare yourself. Yep. So. Yep. Or if you're uh Um we do also have a Patreon. Uh you can access it on our website, wineandcrimepodcast.com. You can listen to our show on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher. We also are on SoundCloud and you can listen just right through our website. Um, hopefully merch is coming soon. We've got a live show in the works, so just follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Stay up to date on all the weird shit that we're doing. And you can see a video of me blackout drunk making mac and cheese and miraculously not burning my house down, it's which is amazing. Hilarious. Oh my God, amazing. It's hilarious. It's <laughs> hilarious. That sounds amazing. Um, so uh thank you so much for joining us for this. Thank this you. Super thank fun. you for having us. Um and then to sign off, uh, you can find us on Twitter at Crypt Keep Pod, on Facebook at The Cryptid Keeper, on Patreon at The Cryptid Keeper, and our music is by Andrew Giada. And uh, as always, we hope we can keep you around and stay safe out there. <laughs>